0: Welcome to Beach Houses and Babies, a Private Practice Recap Podcast. I'm Melissa. And I'm Sam.
1: On today's episode, we'll be chatting all about Private Practice Season 3, Episode 12, Best Laid Plans.
0: Best Laid Plans was written by Patty Carr and Laura Olson and directed by Bethany Rooney. It aired on January 21st, 2010. Enjoy. Do you say 2010 or 2010. I think I say twenty ten. Same, same. Yeah, yeah. It's also weird to have people talk about like the 2000s and the twenty ten, like the tens. And I'm like, oh god, it's getting weirder.
1: It's getting weirder.
0: We're in the twenties now.
1: Yeah, especially when people like refer to like the like the mid two thousands, (laughs) like to the twenty tens, as like. They, like, refer to it as as if it's so ancient, and I'm like...
0: The vintage.
1: Yeah. I'm like, are we really doing this? Am I getting to that age? We are. (laughs) We are. We're getting
0: there. Here we are. (laughs) So we are... Welcome, first of all. Yes. Hello, listeners. Housekeeping. Oh, my God. I literally just said I was going to say this. Shame on me,
1: because I was supposed to remind you anyway.
0: (laughs) I was about to go straight into patient breakdown. (laughs) So we have had a listener ask if we would read scenes from the show together, like act them out. We would love to do that. Yes, we would. But we have a little challenge for you guys. Yes, we do. When we get to $100 a month on Patreon, we will release and work on those scenes with our patrons. Yes. We'll, I, we, we'll have work sessions by ourselves, the two of us. Right. Um, but so if I'm you'd like, want
1: to put our cold reading skills to the test. Yeah, we
0: could cold <laughs> read that, but we will release them to our patrons. Yeah, and yeah. when we get to $100 a month, you can even vote on which ones we do. Oh, that's a good idea. I don't care who I play. Probably one of the ladies. Me either. Cough, cough, Naomi. Although I would play Sam too. Sam would be, I, <laughs> I
1: too would love to play Sam. So fun. Yeah.
0: Although you know the facial expressions, they that's won't pick true. up an audio. Rats,
1: and that's like the best part.
0: It's okay. It's okay. We can still yeah. we could still do it justice. Make it work. Yeah. So, oh my God, we could do an Addison Naomi scene. Oh, it's a must. Yeah, but not not ones where they're yelling at each other. We should do like no. a funny one. Oh yeah, like a funny, yeah. funny banter one. Yeah, I love that. Oh, I was watching an episode of Seinfeld last night, oh. and Noah showed his face did he, he go did so far back. I know it's this episode's from ninety eight I think, yeah, yeah. And he plays a podiatrist, yeah, so he's a, a doctor, but there's a whole thing between Jerry and Elaine that like he's not a real doctor, but oh. he obviously is a real doctor, okay. Anyway, um, I loved it. It was very funny. It was somewhere in season. Um, I actually don't know what season it was in. Four, maybe three, four. Wow, he's been in the game for a minute, and I feel yes. like
1: how was his character on Seinfeld? Was it like a little sleazy, or was he just like a normal? No, guy? okay. So the
0: whole thing was like um, Jerry is dating a girl down the hall, mm-hmm. and he finds fungicide in her medicine cabinet, mm. and since he knows that Elaine is dating a podiatrist. He's like, please bring this to your date and see what he thinks it's for. And then immediately, like, at the end of the episode, Jerry finds out it's for her cat's skin condition, which is funny. Oh, wow. But Elaine has put it in her medicine cabinet. So the whole episode is about how you shouldn't look through people's medicine cabinets or, like, should you? And so he looks through Elaine's medicine cabinet and thinks that it's her fungicide And then is like, I can't be with her. Oh, my Lord. Come on. It's fungus. Come on now. (laughs) There there are worse things. (laughs) Yeah, especially as a a podiatrist. Right. It's funny. It was funny to me. That's funny. I think those are my only housekeeping. Do you have any? No. Not that I can think of. Yeah, so get us to $100 a month. We believe in you. On Patreon. We do. We do. Because that means that each of us are only making $50 a month. Right, which is like for the amount of time that we spend on this, it would be great. It would be great for sure. Private Practice, season three, episode twelve, best laid plans. We're gonna do first notes and miscellaneous per usual, and then we have Colin Bowman with an infection and neurotoxicity. We have Lynn McDonald who is pregnant, and we have Maya Bennett who is pregnant. (laughs) Wow, what an episode it was it went straight into the first patient mhm it did do have any first notes yes i said it took a minute for me to realize that um
1: colin had a robotic arm like I, <laughs> and i don't know why that was i don't know if it was like lighting or what um when, when I watch the episodes I usually watch them on my tv and I have blinds right behind my tv so I always have to make sure I like shut them so like there's not a glare but yeah but for whatever reason I like didn't see his arm and I was just like why are we in awe of this man drinking out of this coffee cup and then I realized oh like he has a robotic arm
0: yeah um, it was a little strange because some shots it looked like cgi okay. and some shots it just looked like an actual robot arm right i it might have been i don't know the lighting or something but mm-hmm. i couldn't tell which it was which i think is maybe what your confusion was from
1: maybe so maybe that's why yeah that was one of my first notes um
0: yeah my only one that isn't in the um patients is sos my last pp watch on netflix
1: oh my gosh i know i thought the same thing i was just like i only have two days there's no way i can I know. watch four seasons and dude, <laughs> even if even if i tried yeah um, yeah i can't believe it oh i'm gonna have to ask someone for uh the the adless hulu um, yeah feature for christmas because those commercials man they're killer Ugh.
0: yeah i might have to upgrade <laughs> as well we're just so spoiled i know
1: man netflix come on is it No, it's not. It's actually not all right. And I'm actually really dreading it. So I think I might have to invest. I know, I know. (laughs) Even more reason why you guys should get us to 100 on Patreon.
0: It'll go towards... It's literally going right
1: back to the podcast. Yeah,
0: Yeah. support the podcast. Yeah. All right. And thank you to our patrons who already do. Yes, we appreciate you. Yeah, we just came off of a patron Zoom and it was so much fun. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So... Colin Bowman, Bowman Bowman. Good question. Colin, our friend yes. Colin. My first note is Fife. Why are you making this all about you? And then in parentheses, I say JK. It's because you're Fife. As always. What in his name? I don't know why this episode, maybe because we haven't seen him for a couple. His yeah, name was
1: escaping like me. So I was like taking notes and I was like, why can't I remember this doctor's name? And I forgot to look him up. Fife.
0: Yes. Yeah. Fife. <laughs> The bolt in his arm, when it's revealed, before it's even infected, it looks so painful. Yes, terrifying. It literally looks like he just shoved a huge screw up his arm. I was like, it
1: doesn't even look
0: right. No, and I know that like, essentially that is what a knee replacement or a hip replacement would look like inside the body. Sure. I guess. Mm. But just seeing it out, it looks.
1: Yeah, it did not look. And it was, <laughs> I that was one of my other first notes. I was like, this escalated quickly. It was like as soon yeah. as Naomi left, and it was just like, you know, good luck with your arm. Then it was like, now all of a sudden he's in pain. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, no time passed before we had this realization.
0: no nope, enough exposition. Let's go yeah, to, were to the good stuff. Off to the races. And Fife said, yeah, it's illegal in this country. I sent him to Sweden. Okay, Fife, so you didn't actually do the surgery? Like he's was, taking all this credit. And he didn't do it.
1: That was so typical of him. I was just like, well, that's why. Because he got like a botched job out of the country. And I know in most countries, like it's supposed to be like, oh, like with like so many advanced um, researches and things like that. Mm -hmm. And like sometimes people are a little bit further ahead. And so I thought it was interesting that I was like, you sent him out of the country. (laughs) Oh, gosh.
0: When they're searching and they find that the bolt is the source of the infection, I was like, like, duh, what do you think?
1: I mean, obviously. Yeah. And it did look infected. (laughs) Yeah.
0: My last note is um, the smirk that Fife has leaving the talk where he calls Pete the safe alternative is hilarious. That that shot that they got. And also, you know, that they're doing it just to like put Pete down. Yeah and Fife knows it. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything else for Colin? Um, I said his reasoning for
1: wanting the arm, (laughs) the arm, as if it's like something so casual, his reasoning for wanting his arm, his robotic arm, I said it's cute, but like not enough to die for, like, you know, learn how to get that strength up in that, I don't know which arm he had, the surgery done on but the the opposite arm get the strength built up you can dip your wife in that one but yeah not worth the infection and death um and then it was just very sad when we later discover that um the potential of having to get rid of rid of the rest of his arm I was like the rest of his arm but Mm then was very happy on the bright side when Pete um, presented the yeah the biodegradable implant I was just like come on biodegradable
0: implants Love that I was biodegradable. gonna
1: be sad if he had to like, get rid of the rest of his arm so that was all I have for Colin
0: yeah that's all I have for him too yeah. all right should we move on to yeah. Lynn McDonald let's let's So I texted Melissa yesterday and I was like, if you, if you have someone that you want to use, um, I, the woman who plays the nurse that Violet talks to, Mm -hmm. I have a note about her in my miscellaneous, but I really love her for my other show. Okay. So I was like, you can look her up if you want. And then Melissa McCarthy came on and I was like, I guess you could also do Melissa McCarthy.
1: I was going to say, I was just like the fact that Sam would think that I would not pick Melissa McCarthy. I know. I I was not familiar with Deborah, Um, but, um, because I looked her up after I, I hadn't watched the episode yet when you texted me um uh-huh. so I was so I was like maybe it's the episode where like the the guest is like that the, they're very um obscure and not known um so I was like maybe that's why she was like give me a little push <laughs> no <laughs> once Melissa McCarthy came on she and I was like oh I was like this is a given <laughs> done then I saw I was like she played Lynn I was like okay I makes make sense <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's my girl Melissa McCarthy. Oh my gosh, what
1: a, it's incredible! I have this as one of the notes. I was like, but just to like trace her career back to see. I mean, I know most people know her from Gilmore Girls, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not sure what I'm sure she has done many things prior to even that. But um but yeah, she's just been everywhere. She's done it all.
0: <laughs> I love her. She's so great. I'm glad she's finally like well before the pandemic I feel like she was finally you know getting her due like yeah. winning awards picking her own roles because she deserves them
1: because yeah. she was in
0: go more girls mm-hmm. and that was that ended three years before this episode wow
1: oh wow yeah
0: but the um the role that she played where she was like a a forger did you see that one
1: no no but i wanted
0: to i was about to say i was like i love that she's taking more
1: more yeah. serious roles now yeah uh, she's so good in say. that
0: yeah do you see you saw it i did that was when i had um movie pass or oh, amca yeah, that, West or something uh, to the i don't even remember what it was life. called but it was i, I literally was just so saw
1: good. she was getting okay i just yeah. saw a promo I I think it was actually when I was looking her up on IMD. I was like, why do I think I just saw it because it's like on my screen Um, Mm of the the movie poster so I was like, I have to add that to the holiday movie list.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When Addison comes in and looks at the birth plan, the way that she delivers the line, many pages, small font, it made me laugh so (laughs) hard. (laughs) I love when she gets to show her comedic job. (laughs) Like the Juno
1: line last week. Oh,
0: so good. <laughs> how, how many times has she delivered babies? Like how many different birth plans has she seen? I <laughs> this imagine. one, she, she like you can tell in her brain. She's like, uh huh, okay, sure, cool. Right, right. But it also looks like Dell has passed his midwife thing. Like it looks like he's on his own now. Yeah, I was
1: just saying. I made a note, and I was like, it's nice to see Dell. Um back like on the job like actually like doing the job and like not having his own personal trauma and helping other people with it with theirs um and then I just I said I was like he's so good at his job and that's that was more towards the end when he was talking talking Lynn through the actual delivery and I was just like he's very good at
0: what he does. So yes he, he is. I wish that we would have gotten like a graduation party or something for him. I
1: know though. a little something he deserves after the the year he's had the past he couple does. months.
0: Ugh, yeah. He sure does. And he has that beautiful solar system scrub cap ha- scrub cap on.
1: Oh yeah, he looks so scrub I know. And also um unrelated to private practice, but what is his
0: name? And I literally looked him up. Chris, Crystal Dow. It's Chris something. It's not Chris Carmack. Cause that's link. It is Chris Dow.
1: Oh my God. My memory actually surfing me for months. Oh, good job. Girl. I don't know how that happened. Maybe because I literally just looked him up earlier this week, but he is going to be in how I met, met your, your father, father with our girl, Miss Hillary Duff. And I am so excited. I cannot think of a better on-screen couple I would want to see in a sitcom like I know two good-looking Caucasian people being funny I can't wait I'm so looking forward to the series it looks so good it does Uh, I'm excited I'm excited to see him because I've only seen him literally on this and like in The Help (laughs) as Emma Stone's boyfriend oh yeah
0: yeah I haven't like I know he's done other things oh my god I forgot he was in that I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen that movie like since it came out. Uh, the Help. Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah, it's on TV all the time. But yeah, yeah. I forget that he's in it until he pops up, and I was just like, "There, his
0: fine self is."
1: So <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> to see them both in like the sitcom medium. So.
0: Yeah. They're my fans. I know we have a lot of Dell stands in our listenership, so I'm oh, sorry definitely. that we couldn't remember his last name. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it came to us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my only other note for Lynn,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, besides, like, how dare Audrey take her into that room, take Maya into that room? But that's in my Maya section. Okay, yeah. We can talk about one. that later. Ooh, um, Naomi was on one. When... She was, or off her rocker.
1: Right, yeah, however you want to see it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. On or off. When she says to Dell, they say the way a baby comes into the world shapes them for life. I am very glad that she didn't say that to Violet or Pete. Ciao. Yeah.
1: Can you imagine how triggering?
0: Phew. For and Violet
1: uh, in particular.
0: Yeah. And here I am like wondering like Betsy's birth story. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Good question. I- uh,
0: uh, yeah. That was wild to me. Do you have anything else for our girl Lynn specifically?
1: I just uh, cracked up at her, um, Happy flute music quote that that cracked me up. Oh yeah, like, when she. Flute. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sure that's the last thing you want to hear as you're like when you're in excruciating pain about to bring yeah. a child into the world.
0: <laughs> this episode made reminded me um, a couple weeks ago. Somebody who doesn't watch private practice asked me why our podcast is named what it is named. Yeah. And I was like, "There's babies all the time, and here I am. There's babies everywhere."
1: Everywhere in this one, man, this is like the
0: the core of
1: the episode, yeah. the, show, the podcast at its core.
0: All yeah. the pregnancies, all the babies. Mm-hmm. So, Miss Maya, 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 as we oh, said last week. Yes. Dell drove Maya to the office. He did, didn't he? He How did. I
1: missed that. Yeah.
0: I think I'm just, you know, watching out for like cute things like that, like Maya mm-hmm. driving Del, i uh, sorry, Dell driving Maya to the That's office, true. things like that.
1: I must have looked down on my phone for that moment. <laughs>
0: That's okay. It was very quick. Okay. What's your first
1: note for Miss Maya? My first note is she was not ready to say it um, when Addison no. brought her in. And it's like, you could tell that her and Addison had talked about it and that Addison had prepped her. But that moment when she saw her parents, you know, uh. it's always different, you know, once it's like, you know, once you're faced with it and it's like it's time to do it, as I could tell, it's like she is not ready. So I'm glad that Addison spit it out for her.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> Naomi knows. You can see it in her face. She knows. To be honest, in the moment, I actually
1: thought the opposite. I thought that Sam was more like giving a squinty, like, what could it be? And Naomi was like, Naomi almost looked like like hopeful as if it could be something good. Mm. But I don't know, maybe Sam has, like, caught on to Maya and her ways. I feel like ever since he caught her having that party, he's like, I'm up to you, little girl.
0: (laughs) And I kind of felt like, especially with the scene after when he was in the bar with Cooper and Pete, he's like, Mm -hmm. I want her to not be pregnant in the first place. I feel like it didn't even cross his mind that that was a possibility for her. Really?
1: Oh, wow. Probably not. I Probably neither one of them probably really thought because I think that, just like when Naomi um, is explaining to to Addison and Violet, it's like, you know, it reminded me of my mother. I'm sure all mothers, in a sense. Like, when she had said something about, like, I've done all that I can. Like, I've given my life to protect her and to, like, you know, mm-hmm. you do all you can to, like, not so much an image, but, like, you know, to to do the ideal thing that you want to do for your daughter. And then it's just, like, when something happens that, like, hurts your child or, like, they make a mistake, I, I can only imagine from a mother's perspective that it probably feels like, ugh. But, um, but yeah, like, I don't, but I think that with her thinking that she thought like, oh, there's not a possibility that she could be pregnant because I've done all I can do as a mother to avoid that,
0: which is like. She knows about birth control. We are both doctors. That part, that
1: was a line that I was like, good point. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Although what did they say? The shoemaker's kids have no shoes. Oh, did they say that in the episode? That's a, that's a. Oh no, not in the episode, but just like a thing that they, people say. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's a good that that's a good thing. Yeah, that's
0: a good point.
1: They they're not mutually exclusive unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. yeah. When Maya doesn't want to tell her parents the sweet side look that she to Addison, she's like, "Please."
1: Yes, right, help me.
0: <laughs> and then Sam says, "No, she's not. Tell me why I laughed." Tell I laughed too.
1: I- <laughs> and I don't know if I laughed cuz it was coming from Sam or from Tay Diggs cuz it seemed yeah. really such an appropriate <laughs>
0: Yeah, no she's not
1: no she's not that got me <laughs> to the point that I was like is she I almost believed him <laughs> yeah like maybe she's not
0: that was funny yeah I could tell him like in his brain checking his calendar being like is it April Fool's Day oh this isn't very funny Let's see the moment when they actually did check their phones when they were like does she have a half day today
1: yeah like, oh. the co-parenting of it all Uh uh-huh like did I drop the ball that was funny
0: or maybe um he's thinking of the last time there was like a fake pregnancy scare and it wasn't he's like who's she covering for this time that part
1: because I stand by yeah of being like they were just kidding about her being pregnant and now she's really pregnant like that's I mean why not but it's also like when they when they got rid of that idea so early in the season I was just like oh well we won't be seeing that again yeah but fool me once
0: shame on me i mean fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me yep he's like you're not getting me again right we're like oh i'm on to you on the other side naomi's silence is so loud and then she keeps saying i can't yeah rip my heart out audra she
1: acted her freaking butt off in this episode oh yeah the silence and like her avoidance was like just I guess showed how heavy and like how deep it was for her because I think I think my I I would have thought that she would have reacted the same way the way that Sam did like I thought that she would have been the one like shortened off that like in her anger um because I think that's what we've seen her do before which showed me that like oh this is like the last straw like she's reached her breaking point with Maya so
0: and yeah last week you mused that it would be opposite. And that's why I had you say it twice. Did I? Okay. Yeah.
1: I mused that she would be like going off about it.
0: You said that he would have the Naomi reaction and she would be more um, reserved. Which is exactly what I thought. And like, that is not, he was all,
1: Sam was, like he eventually like calmed down. Like when he was with the, the guys, um, but like, he was like, you know, pulling up on dink. <laughs>
0: letting them have it dinking it up god Audra I'm gonna just say it I put Mm -hmm. it bold in my notes this is very bold Audra is the Sondheim of actors I had the same
1: thought not specific to Sondheim you said it much more beautifully and eloquently but I did have a moment of thinking like how funny it was to me that people that experienced her on this show I feel like most people do know Audra and know that she is a Broadway star, like a multi-time Tony award-winning star. But I'm like the people that get to know her in this vein and see her as such an excellent actress that don't even know that she has like one of the best voices I know. <laughs> in Broadway history is so funny to me. But then I was like, also like there's something so cool about that to know that like she is equally a fantastic actress, like mm-hmm. And we've seen that. Like she's proven that.
0: Wow. I think it's just people in our circles who know that, though. I think that there is a huge percentage of people who know her from The Good Fight and know her from this and all the other great film work that she has done. But I think that there is a very large swath of humanity (laughs) at large that don't know she's saying. No. Which is crazy, but also,
1: like, I kind of, there's something about it I love because it's just like, oh, wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah, there's
0: secret for you.
1: Yeah, she tore this up.
0: Mm-hmm. And for um, Chandra Wilson, who plays Bailey, mm-hmm. she's a big Broadway lady, too.
1: And I honestly, in just like recent auditions <laughs> this past year um, for Caroline or Change, as I was like, you know, re listening to the cast album yeah. and stuff, I was like, connecting the dots and it was like one of those things that I think I knew a while ago and had forgotten and just like uh-huh. I reminded of this year I was just like oh my god I was like she originated this role I didn't even know she sang didn't even know she was a theater baby you know so many things and it's just like I mean shouldn't be shocked the best of us yeah have theater roots but um <laughs>
0: yes ma'am it's like it's so nice to know you know it really is. It really is. Because yeah, when I first started watching Grey's, I was far too young to be watching Grey's. Okay. Yep. <laughs> but same, same. um, yeah. yeah, I also was in my like, strictly Wicked and Rent phase. And then when I started like branching out a couple years later to find like my not my own shows, but like to discover, I don't know, Edges on my own and to discover mm-hmm. Songs for New World on my own and things like that. I was like, wow, she's a Broadway person, like my mm-hmm. favorite character on my favorite show is probably wow person.
1: wow
0: we love to see it
1: is she still your favorite on grace
0: bailey mm-hmm. yeah for sure really?
1: wow yeah
0: i do mm, i really liked stephanie you did i did she was okay. one of my favorites but oh. i feel like she wasn't there long enough for me to like fully marinate in the goodness oh.
1: Yes, I feel like just when she was about to go is when exactly. I started to like because I, to be honest, I like I was just like I don't, <laughs> I don't think I was a I don't think I was a huge fan initially. And even when she started dating Jackson, I was still like yeah, eh. but like literally, and I hate to say it, but like honestly, I loved her the most. And maybe that was the purpose, but like they gave when her she, the, the yeah. hero effect, the Superman effect. But like the last episode, that was yeah. like. I felt like that's when she like did her best work. And that was why I was like, oh, I love her. And I hate that she's going.
0: Same. It was on the rewatches that I really appreciated her. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Bailey is still my favorite by far. There are some times when I really like Maggie. I feel like the only character that I love 24 seven is Bailey.
1: Yeah.
0: Cause Maggie, I get annoyed with Joe. I get annoyed with.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I did really like Jackson.
1: Oh, dad he's probably the only one that I too only liked 24 7 yeah to be honest yeah because I think the rest of them get on my nerves at some point exactly <laughs> I've gotten on my nerves at some point like you know and even the times when Jackson was just like okay you're being like stubborn or something like like it was like I always felt like he was justified in his feelings yeah but,
0: yeah and I can't say that for all <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. I do really like Dr. Kai Bartley but they're new so okay Okay. We don't know much about them yet. Right. I have to get to know them some more. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Back to Maya. Maya, Maya. Yes.
1: yes.
0: Naomi is very pro-life, and I feel like it's come up a lot. Mm-hmm. And no matter how many times I see that scene in this episode, when she drags Maya to Addison and says, give her an abortion, it's it never stops shocking me, like every single time, mm-hmm. which again, I think is a testament to Audra and the writing very much so but I mean Maya even says it when she's in that room with Addison like my mom says that this is wrong why Mm -hmm. is she doing this right and Addison and then she's like but so you think my mom was wrong and now she's right
1: that that question for me I was just like I'm so glad that they like that they showed the the contradiction and that they showed the the gray area of it all because it's like you know Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, whoo. it's like definitely one of those things that I feel like you can have your beliefs and your core values and then, um, to be actually faced with it is like, that. yeah, it's like one of those things that it's just like, okay, this is what you believe. Like, let's, let's test, <laughs> let's test that. Um, and mm-hmm. like, you know, not that I would wish that anyone would like, you know, have to be tested in that way, but, um, it's, like I said before, like, I think it just, like, goes to show, like, how deep it really was for Naomi that she is yeah. willing to even, like, contradict her own beliefs for the sake of her daughter's livelihood and her future, which is, like,
0: whew. And the scene later when she says, do I think I'm going to hell for what I did? Yes. And knowing what that means to Naomi.
1: That got me. I said, mm. I was like, because I... I I wondered what she was going to like say in response to her own, like, you know, rhetorical yeah. question. And I was just like, they, the writers, like they snapped on that because like, oh, that's yeah. exactly, you know, as, as someone who comes from a family and like, and who has those beliefs, like I, you know, that's exactly the the mental process that I think that you would be having in that moment. It's just uh-huh. like, yep, I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And
0: yeah. then before when Audra was sitting with sorry Naomi, <laughs> yeah when she's acting this good it's so hard to separate the two because uh, anyway when naomi is standing and pacing and addison and violet are sitting there yeah she straight says do you hate yourself for your abortions look that that those are moments i was clocking that sam
1: because i was like "Ooh," i was like that was bold I was like she was obviously angry and like I was waiting for moments so I was just like when is she gonna start like hitting below the belt here and I actually mm-hmm. have a moment at the end where she kind of snaps on Addison and tells her just like can you just shut up just right now I was like I was like Addison thinks she's mad now wait till she finds out that she's like having a whole relationship with Sam yeah um yep. but yep. Uh, <laughs> but yeah I clocked that too and I was just like man did I put it in violet section I said, though that was a low blow from Naomi, I was like, I felt like it, it kind of shook something up in Violet, which I think she was able to kind of like express with her scenes with, child, what was his name? The other man that she, the other other, he's not a patient. But.
0: Yeah, I was surprised that he wasn't oh in the God. patient breakdown. Like, I know he's not a patient. Um, Nathan Pilsman. Right. Oh my God. Nathan. I literally scrolled
1: right past his name.
0: Sorry. I just, I've been
1: watching Insecure. There's a Nathan on Insecure. So I saw the Nathan and I was like, that's not it. But his name was Nathan. But uh, I felt like she got to like flush out those feelings in her scenes with him. But yeah, when she called them out for their abortions, I was just like, Naomi. And I thought that Addison gave a very like genuine answer. Yeah. And I did have a note, too, uh, for Addison. I was just like, sorry, I'm all over the place right now. But I said that I was like, they're. I thought they were being very good friends to Naomi in that moment. Yes. And were like showing her a lot of grace. Like they started off with being like, you know, give yourself grace. Like, you know, you literally just found this information out. Like, don't be so hard on yourself. And then when she started being, you know, very attacking to them, they sat there and like, took it like champs, I felt.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I agree. And a part of I wanted to write down Addison's whole line, but I, you know, you have to stop the quote somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she says it is not a casual decision that you can make for Maya.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, and sh- that that is Addison's way of being. Like, I thought about this, but also, I don't know. I mean, she wouldn't have. I don't even think she's told Busy but like mm-hmm. that would not be a decision that Busy would want to make for her well mm-hmm. that she would want Busy to make for her and this is not a decision that she can make for her daughter
1: right right exactly and I think a lot of mothers feel that they ca- can um, and 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 I think and I was wondering too I was just like I wonder if Maya was like even I think even if she was 18 Naomi would probably feel the same way but if she was yeah. a little bit older um I think she would have the same feelings but I wonder if she would be so adamant about like making the decision for her and like yeah. speaking for her obviously when you're of a certain age um but but no even then even Addison made it very clear that like it's the law that regardless of your age um yeah. right is it yeah mm-hmm. um but I wonder too, I was just like, is it because Maya is so young that Naomi feels like, you know, well, she's not like, you know, she doesn't have the mental capacity to make this decision. But
0: I mean, she's probably still buying her backpack for her and, and buying her like, yes, like monetarily buying her clothes for her, but like physically picking out the clothes that she oh. thinks she's wearing. I'm sure. Right at 15, yeah, she's still packing her lunch for her. Yeah, he's still driving her everywhere unless she's driving somewhere with Dink. And that I I felt like that
1: what you what you just said is shown most specifically in the line where she's calling after Naomi and she's like, "Mom, Mom," and then when she says "Mommy," oh, I was like, she's still a baby, like. Yeah. And not even like in a scoffing way, but it's just that she is she is still very much like you know a child herself, and I feel like that part of it is I think what Naomi is saying and being like you know this is my baby, she can't possibly make a decision about bringing one of her own into the world. And it was very jarring to see. um, And that was another scene I remember too: Naomi dragging Maya into the the delivery room with Lynn. Mm, And I'm like, mm. no, what world would that have been allowed? But for the sake of the show, we'll allow it.
0: Maybe it's just because Naomi doesn't work there anymore and she's like, I can I can do this. Maybe so. She was just like, I have agency here. This isn't my practice anymore.
1: But I can walk into delivery rooms. But um, I do remember seeing that specific moment before. And it was so crazy to see Maya as a 15-year-old be like, but like that is so incredible. And I'm like, you know, there's a part of me that was just like, oh that's like, you know, sweet for her to like, you know, have such a maternal desire. But then Mm -hmm. there was part of me, it's like, oh, you're so young, (laughs) but to want that, you know, but
0: yeah. It was also really interesting to me that this is back to back with little Sloan and how they're both children. Oh, wow. But how like, I know we're probably like six weeks into this pregnancy, if that Mm-hmm. But, um, I could never see Maya saying the things about her baby that Sloan Riley said about her baby mm. but Sloan still said like I want my mommy, so it's so wow. showing that both of them are still babies having babies, yeah, even yeah. though Sloan is technically of legal age,
1: yeah, that's so true. I didn't even realize that yeah, we did just get done dealing with another teen pregnancy
0: yeah and I have a note later about how I feel like I'm all over the place as well it's fine um when Addison is talking to Maya about her options and saying Mm -hmm. I can talk to you about your option about your options she is thinking back on that talk she had with Pete about your patient versus the parent who you're friends with
1: man a lot oh but I thought it was great. I thought I'm so glad that they showed the the extremes of it, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, when Naomi says to Violet, you walked away fr- you walked away from your child, you can live with that, I can live with this. That mm. was even lower than the do you regret do you hate yourself for your abortion?
1: Right. Cause that I was like, okay, that can, even though I think Naomi did mean it like as a like, did you that could still be taken like okay yeah it just the wrong question but yeah that Mm-mm. that was a that was a low blow that's that's the low blow I was actually referring to of yeah. Violet's uh note but
0: yeah and yeah later when Sam says to Addison about actually performing the abortion she he says do it like your life depends on it if anyone else had said that to her I would think it was a threat but when Sam says it to her I was like, "Oh, this is fine." <laughs> right? You like understood, understandable. Got you. got you, got you, got you. Yeah, got you. right. I was v- very funny to me. Oh, and the way that Naomi does not look at Maya throughout the episode just k- continues to get me.
1: Yeah, yeah. The fact that she can't even look at her. Wow, mm-hmm. I didn't
0: think about that.
1: I noticed her distance, her physical distance. Yes, but,
0: mm. yes. When Sam is sitting next to the picture of baby Maya while he's talking about her first lost tooth. Oh. Yeah. That got me too, that setup of that shot. And when Naomi, in her speech about how she thinks she's going to hell, mm-hmm. saying she failed as a wife and a mother, and Sam agreed to that, but like, The marriage part was totally on Sam. Like, Naomi didn't want to walk away from that marriage at all.
1: Right. I was about to say, I was like, nah, you you have some responsibility in this, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. No.
0: Back in the room with Addison and Maya, I really liked the way that she was speaking to Maya. Like, specifically, the quote I have is, you did a grown-up thing, now you're in a grown-up predicament. Yeah. And it's about what you believe, not what your mom believes. Yeah. Ooh. I just think that Addison did a really good job balancing the fact that, like, this is a very serious situation. And is still a child. And a child yeah. that she knows. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What did you think when Sam went to the basketball court?
1: Oh, God.
0: I it was another
1: moment that I was just like I do remember this um but uh my first thought was just like don't hurt that boy um but I knew he (laughs) I knew he knew better especially when he like clocked the friend who happened to be like on his phone doing the doing the well they're not they weren't exactly millennials at that time but like doing the the teenage thing with the phone um but yeah I think that he gave him a piece of his mind and um I too went into it assuming that that Dink knew that Maya was pregnant. Um, so, but I I do feel like it was a, a shift when mm-hmm. he discovered that he he didn't know, um, yeah. and so, and you know, and to know too, and I think that of course in his anger, but I think that Sam and Naomi should both have enough sense to know that it's like you know, it's easy to blame Dink, but it's just like it's a it's a two person tango, you know, it it's is. like it's it not is. all on him. And I believe him and I believe Dink. And I think that he does really love and care for Maya. Um, I don't think that means much to, to Sam and Naomi as her parents mm-hmm. who have to go through this with her. But yeah, it was, I thought it was a, a a great choice to show him pulling up on him as a father would do. So yeah, Or any yeah. parent, to be honest, because my mom has. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Yeah. A couple weeks ago, we were talking about a sidekick, which is a type of phone. Mm-hmm. And, listeners, the phone that the friend is holding is a sidekick.
1: Yes. Uh, throwback.
0: Sidekick. Yes. Sam should have ripped it from his hands, though. That I would have loved to have seen. Yeah. I was like, are you really recording him right now? Or, or was he texting other people? I think he was texting.
1: What going- That's what I think.
0: Okay. Another thing that really surprised me about the way that this episode played out is that I don't think that this family specifically would want this public information. True. And True. I I mean that's why Addison was in the conference room. That's And then here Naomi is like screaming in the office for all doctor support staff patients to hear, right? And Sam is screaming at the basketball court with all of Maya's friends or all of Dink's friends. I would think that they would want to keep this quiet. Yeah. That would make the most
1: sense. Yeah. it that surprised yeah. me. Because there was a moment when Naomi was sitting in the conference room and um, she was sitting profile and I was like, "Whoa, oh, that shot of her in the conference room I was like, she actually really does look like, <laughs> I think they did a good job, job casting in general, but I was like, she really looked like Maya in that moment. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, they like really do favor each other. Like, mm-hmm.
0: I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Their bone structure is very mother and daughter. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. the end the Fife and Naomi hug
1: oh my heart
0: what did you think about that
1: another shot that I mentioned to you earlier um during our patron session that I remembered when it happened and I was like oh my gosh how beautiful and I was just like it was um that's not the first time she's wound up in his or is it I feel like it's not I feel like it's, I feel like she wound up in his lap at some other point, unless I'm having deja vu of a moment I've seen in the future, but, but anyway, I thought that it was beautiful and, um, you know, it was, it was interesting to see that she, that he was the person that she, um, went to, t- went to, you know, yeah. like where's Sheldon? Okay. Good question. Yeah. Where's Sheldon when we need him? I know. Yeah. That was like it was really a beautiful moment
0: when they said this never happened. Damn right, this never happened. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, why do you have to
1: ruin it, Naomi? <laughs> I know.
0: Do you have anything else for Miss Maya?
1: Oh, uh, no, not really. It was more. It was very reactionary. Uh, yes, I did say that I didn't think that. In the moment that Maya seeing um, Lynn's character struggle through labor, I was mm-hmm. like, probably not the most encouraging thing to see when you're debating on whether you want to be a mom or not. Yeah, but I did say good for you when she made her own choice in the by the end of the episode, and I I had a feeling based off of the way the conversation was going with Addison, what she was like leaning towards, and you know we saw her hesitancy, but um yeah, I was proud of her for like making a decision for her because I you know we could see the pressure from from Naomi specifically about what what to do so
0: yeah Yeah. that's all I had for her I can't wait to hear your musings but that's for later in the Child, (laughs) because there
1: was a part of me that I was just like does she get it and I was trying to remember because I was like I I don't remember a point in the season ever seeing a child so I was just I was just like I can't yeah but we'll get there
0: (laughs) okay okay cool I have a little bit on Charlotte and Cooper if anyone is surprised do you want to go yes, into them yes let's how about when Violet was introducing the concept of gaslighting to Charlotte the writers were having a giant laugh with us on that Oh one.
1: my gosh very much so to the point that I, I was like I feel like this is a movie that is often referred to in television and movies yeah. like if- there's always a moment where like someone brings up says gaslighting and the other person acts confused and then the said person has to has to explain that it came from a film i was like i need to just watch this movie because i understand the term
0: now but i i need to see like where it came from because
1: everyone is always talking about it i know so. i'm gonna
0: see what it's streaming on i feel like we've done this like 10 times oh yeah Gaslight. 1944 film wow oh wow it's a very it's open. on hulu is it okay Good to know. Okay, enough. cool. I'll do that later yeah. this week. Oh, oh my god, Angela Lansbury's in it.
1: Oh, is she? Oh, stop. even more reason. That's even more reason to tune in.
0: It is. It is. Send in, send in our our hearts to Cabot mm-hmm. I, I just, I feel like it wasn't really a term back then. At least as much as it is. I feel like every other sentence nowadays is gaslighting.
1: Me too. People love to use it, especially on yeah. Twitter.
0: <laughs> yes. Exactly. Exactly. And also, when Cooper comes on, the way that he is chewing that gum—I
1: don't even notice. Oh god,
0: I'm not going to do it on an audio medium, but very
1: annoying, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, when they're fighting, and they're fighting a lot, as we know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When they say, I think it's Cooper who says, "We never liked each other." That's yes. so sad. Yeah, it got very sad.
1: Right. And then when he broke down the trajectory of their relationship, I was like, I guess you are right. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. But he doesn't get to tell her to leave her job.
1: No, that was out of pocket. I was just yeah. like, I said, how dare he ask her to leave? Like, are you kidding me? Like, you leave, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That
1: is, yeah.
0: When we found out that she sold her apartment. It does make a little bit more sense why she was willing to put up with all of that crap
1: mm-hmm.
0: but i mean even carrie bradshaw kept her apartment like you keep your apartment come on right you that's you know
1: gotta be smart <laughs> oh god yep <laughs> i know i had news last week i was like i wondered how this was going to go between Charlie and cooper but one of my first i said oh so they're just gonna fight peddly now like that's just what we're we're gonna do Yeah, And when she yelled useless, stupid love, I was just like, right. Mm. After all that, and and I feel like Charlotte really did try. And I think she was still really patient towards the end of their relationship when Cooper was like giving her a hard time. But I did think it was funny when she said that she wanted her towel back and he threw (laughs) it back. And I was (laughs) like, she didn't didn't expect
0: that towel so quickly. (laughs) No, it wasn't ready to catch it. Right. (laughs) I don't have a section on the widower oh, okay. okay but we can i have like a little bit we can talk okay. about him
1: Yeah, i don't have my i mostly have quotes for him because he said like a lot of stuff that i thought he did you know,
0: but violet not wanting free samples is one thing but pretending that the baby died is a whole other thing i think so too yeah why didn't she just give the samples to pete oh oh that's a good idea yeah was it prideful didn't
1: even cross her mind yeah she sh- that's exactly what she should have done right yeah at that point keep
0: him for Maya apparently
1: (laughs) everybody everybody got a baby so you have options I thought so too and I was like going back and forth about it I was just like oh going back and forth about whether it was like right to tell him or not and I'm like I think she could have been honest from the jump and still would have had like the same connection and like effect with him um
0: yeah her holding that in that whole time seemed like it was doing more damage to her So the nurse is played by the same actress who plays Carla on Mad Men. And it took me a minute to place her face in my brain. But once I did, I realized why I was just like so instantly calm. Okay. She plays um, the nanny on Mad Men. And she just is always a calming presence because, you know, those people on that show are always – Doing the wrong thing and blowing things out of proportion, and Carla's always like, "I'll take care of this. I'll take the kids to the park." You right, like get it together, fix yourself. Back to her on the on this show, this is the kind of case I've said this ten times already that would have been all over the news, let alone all over the hospital, and the nurse would know her name, especially on the labor and delivery floor. Let alone the fact that Violet works at the hospital as well. Easily. So the fact that she didn't know, unless she didn't give her name, but I feel like even her face. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just said, why is Violet helping everyone but herself?
1: I literally wonder that all the time. I'm just like, she's and she's so generous of her time and her, you know, talent. But um, yeah. I'm just yeah. Like, you could only seek the same help that you give others. You could be. Yeah it's so frustrating to see how good she is at her job and how helpful she is to people. Um, and then just can't seem to, you know, find it within herself. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. My only other note is Violet, you need help.
1: Period. That's really, we,
0: we knew it before yeah. we knew it, but yeah. Anything else for that character?
1: No, I just, I'm glad that you mentioned about the the truth for Violet because I said first I was like Violet stop acting like you lost your baby but then I was just yeah. like I guess in a sense like um she didn't lose it in death thank god but I'm I'm sure that there still is a grief. A, well we we know for a fact because we've seen Violet go through it but like a grieving process of like still like not having your child even with that being a decision that you know she ultimately made herself to not be I'm, you know, I, I know that she still has to grieve that. So it's like, that, that makes sense. But I think there was a part of me that was just like, tell that man the truth. When Nathan said, I thought, I thought there'd be more to take home. I was like, Uh. oh, it like killed me. And it's and I think it was fresh too. I just saw a play last night here in Pittsburgh. It was called Shy America. Quantum theater did it. Oh
0: yeah. I read that play. Did
1: you really? Oh my gosh. I I did never heard of it. I thought it was excellent it was it was a long production um yeah uh, probably the longest that i've been to and are i'm not saying post-covid because we all know that that is not real um <laughs> in this era that we're currently living in i think it's the longest in-person production i had been to so like that was an adjustment um but uh the production and the cast itself they, they were incredible and the story i thought was well told it was one of those ones yeah. that, like afterwards i was asking my friends i was like now what's he to do what the um because yeah, you know the story it- yeah. You can explain it. <laughs> it's more to
0: me. But, um, I think it's just it's worth the listeners reading if they want. I saw it in London. Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah. So I went to London with my college, not as study abroad, mm-hmm. but uh, like a like an extra session after like a mini semester kind of like 10 days. We saw seven shows in ten days, I think. Oh. And that was one of them. So since it was through college for credit, we had to read all the plays before we went. Wow. And that was one specifically that I was glad that we did, because I don't think I could have followed it. Without having seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. reading
1: it, I would have been like, because even watching it and like, I mean, kudos to the cast. And like, I don't know if you, if it was like this when you said, but um, even the pace of it was so like. Very quick. Yes. Very quick. Very uh, law and order-ish. And uh, yes. Yeah. But I thought it was excellently done. But I said all that to say that, I, you know, the storyline and how uh, the man at the very, well, I don't want to spoil it for the listeners, but
0: you know the the storyline with (laughs) the the connection you're making the
1: connection I'm making yes with the man and his wife um and so the like the bags and like what we Mm. know the bags in the show and then um Nathan being given his wife's bags and it's just like oh to to be sent home with someone who has just lost someone it's just like here is here's what's left of the person that you loved condensed into like yeah. a take home bag. You know, I'm just like I can even yeah. give people nicer bags or something. You know what I mean? Put it in a Chanel bag or something. You know exactly. Just, give
0: them a not a souvenir, but something.
1: Something uh, even a
0: reusable bag. So exactly,
1: it's just so yeah. impersonal that I was just like, I I think because after literally just seeing the show last night and watching the episode this morning, that was like a fresh visual, but um, but uh. Mm. I said I didn't I didn't even think about the effect that it would have on him to go home without his wife. And he was like yeah, of course he's still sitting there at the hospital cuz he's like, you know, not going back to a a life that he thought he was going to have. Um, exactly. And I did laugh at uh she got dead kid face when they were <laughs> when he and Violet were were trying to guess um about the grieving people in the hospital.
0: That tickled me. Yeah, I, at the beginning, I thought that she had died in, like, an accident of some sort. And then when we find out at the end that she died of cancer, I did expect him to have more stuff because it's, it almost looked like what would have been just, like, on her person when she came in, like, wallet and shoes and stuff. But if she was essentially living in the hospital. And getting
1: treatment. For a while.
0: Yeah. She would have more, right? Yeah.
1: That's -hmm. a good point because I was just about to ask,
0: how did she die again? I don't think they said leukemia, but essentially that's what it
1: was. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That's a good Mm -hmm. point. And I did laugh at when he told Violet, if my wife hadn't just died, I'd ask you out. And the fact that he said it was funny. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, that was funny. And I was sitting on the couch and like simultaneously said it with him. I was like,
0: that was funny. (laughs) That was funny. A bleak joke but yeah the writers really snapped on this episode they did I feel like oh this is my miscellaneous section now I feel like Addison has been dressing even more New England since her parents left Mm,
1: they rubbed off on her huh
0: yeah I almost made this dress that she wears for most of the episode our Sam style but then I realized I gave wait I still gave it to Addison but for another outfit oh well I try not to you know back-to-back episodes sure but I really like the dress that she's wearing.
1: I think I did notice that too. I I didn't clock it as much as I did like last episode, but I did. I was like, I meant to specifically look at what she was wearing in this one.
0: Yeah, she looks really good in green. Okay. I think is our um what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know.
1: It's okay. I feel like most redheads do look good in green. Something about the yes. offset of it. Is-
0: I agree. Uh, my last miscellaneous note is that I spent a lot of this episode just watching and not taking notes because it was so good. And I kept having to rewind and watch again because it was so good.
1: I felt that way too. <laughs> I was
0: like, wait, I have to take notes on
1: this. Yeah. I I had to catch myself a couple of times. I'm like, Melissa, well, at least think of something to say for this moment. I, I'm trying to remember the moment I had to rewind too because I was like, I missed it. Something that I was like, I need to catch that. I can't remember, yeah. but it was a very good episode, one that you could easily just sit and just, like, watch.
0: Yeah, I feel like all of the Maya episodes, uh, sections, not episodes. Mm-hmm. I just still can't get over the fact that Dell drove Maya to the office.
1: I know, that's really sweet. I wonder, yeah. did she tell Dell
0: ahead of time? No, because he said, what's up with Maya?
1: Okay, gotcha, that makes sense add Addison new ahead
0: of time. Yes. Do you have any straggler notes?
1: I don't. I, I, I need to do more, but I try to be so specific throughout when I watch that I'm always just like, oh, I don't have any miscellaneous ones. Yeah. <laughs> but no, not this time.
0: On to Sam style, since yeah. we already half said it. Yes my pick for this week is Addison's green and white striped tunic Mm. at the very end when she's on the deck with Sam oh drinking a glass of wine worthy of Olivia Pope
1: yes very much so
0: but the thing that I didn't get is that she changed her earrings like who changes their earrings when they get home from work and doesn't just take them out
1: I didn't notice oh my gosh switching it up for Sam
0: yeah that's what I was thinking but I was also like she's definitely like not trying to impress him in this moment no
1: not at all which is very clear I mean yeah she never like really looks like bad the only episode that like yeah like even so I mean she was
0: even in that Yale yeah
1: I was like it was very clear she was distraught I can't ever say that Addison like looks like that so but um
0: yeah yeah that's very interesting never will you please tell us about our guest star spotlight our i wonder who it could stars, be i
1: wonder who it is it is none other than miss melissa mccarthy okay was very excited to see her on this episode as miss lynn but melissa mccarthy was born on august 26 1970 in plainfield illinois um mm. and she is five two which i thought was really interesting we were talking about height differences um with partners with our, our patron Zoom, yeah. Zoom today. So <laughs> interesting fact. It's so funny because they have with she often does physical comedy. It's like, yeah, she's like the queen of physical comedy. <laughs> yes. She is close friends with uh her former Samantha Who co-star, Christina Applegate. Love Christina Applegate over here. Samantha Who? Samantha Who? The show. Who? Who? Former who, who Samantha Who <laughs> You got it. I got you. <laughs> well, here, she is an alumni of the improvisational comedy troupe, The Groundlings, where she was a member for nearly ten years. Wow, pretty dope. Um, yeah. She's good friends with Octavia Spencer. I can't go wrong there. They did a film together recently that I still have to check out. Actually, she grew up on a farm and loved playing tennis. Uh, she received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame at 6927 Hollywood Boulevard in Hollywood, California, Sam, check Mm -hmm. it out, exact address, (laughs) on May 19th, 2015 is when she got that. And her favorite film is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, made in 1987. So what are some other fun facts about here? She's a fan of Billie Eilish, um she was the second highest paid actress in 2016 behind jennifer lawrence You can believe it wow i know how about that i did not know that, that was most
0: see that's what i mean like she was starting to really hit her stride before COVID.
1: yeah exactly i feel like she was everywhere right and in a part of that stride she was nominated for a 2019 Um, it's so funny I just said 2019 when we were talking earlier like do you say 2010 I've never said 2019 in my life nominated for a 2019 (laughs) Academy Academy Award and the best actress in a leading role category for her role as Lee Israel in Can You Ever Forgive Me that's the one gotcha 2018 that's the movie I gotta watch that but she lost to Miss Olivia Coleman as we know who won for the favorite which was also excellent so Yeah, yeah it's always hard like we were saying, everybody should get awards. Honestly, I mean, once you're up there with the top dogs, it's
0: like, everyone's a winner. Okay, anything else for Miss Melissa? No, that is all. Thank you. Of I don't even want to know how many times people call you Melissa. Oh God, it, which is always so funny to me because it's just like, I take it as people being like, no,
1: you're wrong. That can't possibly be your name. Like as if I'm telling them, th- that's just how I always take it. I don't know Yeah. the like, toxic part of me thinks that, but I'm just like, you and I both heard what I just said. So what makes you think yeah. that? I think they think that, like, there's no way. Like, Melissa is just too ridiculous of a name for it to be. Oh,
0: please. It's too beautiful <laughs> of a name.
1: So sweet. Thanks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, trivia. This episode scored 9.64 million viewers. Okay. Lower than last week, yeah. by about a million.
1: Okay. <laughs> by about a million.
0: <laughs> a million. And... This one really was exciting for me, Ooh. with Grey's Anatomy appearances included. This episode marks Kate Walsh's a hundredth appearance as Dr. Addison Forbes Montgomery.
1: Wow! Incredible! A hundred freaking! I can't even wrap my brain. Oh I know. my god! I just think about the time put in, man. Mm.
0: I mean, we know even from editing this episode, like how many hours. A film goes into one hour of tv
1: that's what i was thinking i was just like just thinking about like how long when i think about especially like older actors that they've been just doing it for like so freaking long it's like yeah that's yeah, crazy the listeners didn't obviously couldn't see me tapping my imaginary watch <laughs> on my wrist but <laughs> that's what was happening there
0: more little known facts yes. behind the scenes yes do you want to muse for us a little bit? Oh, yes. Wow. I
1: haven't even time to process this one, but... I know, so much to muse about. I know. I mean, I guess Maya about to raise his baby. Is it going to happen, guys? Is she going to see it through? Or or is she going to um, follow in Sloan's footsteps and um, explore other options, such as adoption? I don't know. I have, I have a hard time seeing that being a choice because I just think that... Naomi and Sam I would imagine would want to keep their grandchild close and accessible okay but there's still a big part I mean I pray obviously would would not wish complications on anyone's pregnancy but like I just in my spirit don't know if I envision her like having a full-term pregnancy and I hate to even say that but so that is my very vague muse on Maya's pregnancy okay I'm ready the the part of me that loves mess. I'm ready for <laughs> Naomi to to um to learn of Addison and Sam's relationship. I'm just like ready for that to be brought into the light and to see how she reacts on the cusp
0: of this Maya drama and of just like everything this breakdown she seems to be having. Oh yeah, just everything. It's just like it's crashing down
1: right now. So it's like why not throw that in the pot? Yeah, why
0: not? What else?
1: Um Charlotte and Cooper are they going to continue this petty banter I don't know I guess it's funny (laughs) (laughs) I love mess I love mess um I I think there's still a part of me that wants them to like get over themselves more so Cooper um and like you know and be together because I really did enjoy them together and thought that they like like they said like they loved each other Mm. so if Cooper can ever find it in his heart to get over himself I think that they're still hope like you know he still has a chance but if he keeps it up you know charlotte might not be so willing um to take him back that's my news there who am i leaving out but violet violet please. look at us same I, I, brain you knew the same break. because i was thinking i was like i actually like i don't know like i don't i i think it was beyond her like being nice because i but i felt like she like really connected with nathan i don't know is this the last time we see nathan i don't know I don't know. I feel like no. Um, I kinda like them together and I hate that, that they connected through grief. Um, but that happens in life sometimes. Yeah, I mean maybe that's what she needs. Right, exactly. Someone who like understands her on that level. Um, but I feel like that might not be the last that we see of him and I would love to see like them explore that. Um, I also would really love to see Violet be reunited with Lucas. I just think that like I think that like there's something deep inside her that is like very much so capable of like being a, the the mother that, um that I mean, to be honest, I'm not like, I was going to say to be the mother that she wants to be, but I'm like, does she want to be? I maybe she does not want to be, which is like fine, which is her choice. Um, but I think that's just like a personal want that I would love to see. Um, but until then, Pete seems to be doing a great job. <laughs> yeah with the baby who else am I missing out on Del, Del. Oof, I was thinking about it today I was just like Del has had such a he's had such a whirlwind of um of a time in this season that I'm just like I think it's all right if we gave him a couple of episodes off to just yeah. have like no drama and no so if, like I don't if nothing happens with Del for a little while I think I'd be okay with that because I think that we're all still recovering from our mm-hmm. mid-season finale, but I'm trying to even imagine like what would be next for him in this like, in this. I mean, like, does a, like does he get a new love interest? Like, you know, I think I would still, I'd be interested to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah that's about it I think I hit everybody
0: I mean we haven't seen Sheldon for forever right this is the first time we're seeing Fife just acting a total fool
1: oh yes and that too like I'm still waiting for like him and Naomi to like at least kiss or something at some point because there's obviously something going on there Mm. so throw that in the
0: pot as well (laughs) Naomi has a big pot yeah (laughs) something like that yeah well thank you for musing for us Of course. Do you want to do MVP or rating first? Um, I will do a
1: rating first because, to be honest, I have not chosen an MVP. <laughs> Thought about
0: okay, that? Okay. Usually, it's
1: the rating that I forget about, but this time I actually yes. did think of a rating um, pretty quickly. But I said for this episode, I said I felt like it was like watching your friends on a roller coaster ride at the beach, specifically one where they get sick while riding, and it's like yeah. you see them going on this ride, and it doesn't have to be a roller coaster because, like. There's a bunch of rides I feel um, that you can still get a little woozy on that aren't roller coasters, but here's you see them and you can't do anything about it until like after they've gotten off the ride. So mm. I felt like specifically with what's going on with Naomi and Sam, like, you know, they're dealing with their daughter um, it, the, from their perspective. Like, you know, their daughters are on this ride of, you know, teen pregnancy and like you know they there's there's nothing they can do about it because a the act has already happened uh, the deed is done but then also from their friends and their co-workers in the office specifically the scene i was thinking of was with pete and cooper when cooper's like i, just, I don't know what i should do then da, done da, da, da. like pete's like you know well like with charlotte you know you know you get over it essentially but with um uh, Naomi and Sam he was just like it's not like one of those things that a tub of soup is gonna fix a tub
0: of yeah soup can fix a lot of things but maybe that's why people make soup okay.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I really enjoyed that moment soup has gotten me through these uh these cold days y'all
0: so, oh yeah
1: yeah I thought that 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 really inspired the rating I was just like yeah like you know what do you do as a friend when you see your 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 friends going through and it's like I can't do anything about this other than like be there for you and like sit with you. So it's like when they get off the ride, you can sit with them, make sure they're okay. Get them, get them some water. Yeah. That's that's what my rating is.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm thinking of that ride at Kennywood. Dear listeners, Kennywood is like the, not Disneyland, but like the theme park of Pittsburgh that you go to a lot when you're little. I'm thinking of that ride that is like, it goes like, Back and forth, back and forth. Oh and it was, like wave-themed. Uh, um, oh. Not Kalua. Um, the, the ship. The, the, K, ship though. The,
1: the pirate ship. No,
0: there's there's the pirate ship, but then there's the other one that's near the log jammer that is supposed to be, like, a wave. I think it's, like, Hawaiian-themed, oh. maybe? Oh, gosh, or island-themed? I haven't been
1: on that one yet. Or have I? I haven't like-
0: been there since 2011, so it's possible that they oh. don't even have it anymore.
1: I wonder. I know there was it was that. And then they had, I don't think it's there anymore, but that one was legit scary. Um, The pirate ship? The the pirate ship. But then they had um Aladdin, the, the magic carpet ride. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Girl, that one was scary. I remember opening up my eyes one time when I was younger and I thought we were on the ground. We were in the air. I was oh, like, no. oh Lord. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: God. Yeah. And then they have uh, Noah's Ark. Those animatronics freaked me out. I went when I was far too young. Why is it so freaking scary? Like this is coming. like know. You know
1: we both have grown up in church, <laughs> but going to like to this day, I think I would go into Noah's. It's, it's not there anymore, is it? it is, I don't know. I. I don't know either. I feel like
0: they made an announcement about it not being open during COVID because it's the only indoor thing. Gotcha. Maybe that's it. That's what I heard. But, yeah, I don't know. Scary.
1: The ground is shaking yeah. in there. Oh, my gosh.
0: I know. Things jump out at you. Yeah. Noah's Ark is scary, not- man. Yeah. And I feel like my friends made fun of me in high school for being afraid of it. And I was like, I'm not going to defend myself. But at the time, I was like, just kidding. I'm a cool girl. (laughs) Listener, she is not a cool
1: girl. Stop. (laughs) I support your fear. It's very it's quite an experience.
0: Thank you. But anyway, that is what your your rating I was seeing in my brain. My rating. Did you ever when you were a kid play the game where you're in the pool? And there's people, like, you're with friends, and your your friends walk in a circle around you or, like, run in a circle around you, and you're in the middle, and the water turns into, like, a whirlpool.
1: Yeah, I've seen it done, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. So usually, like, the, like, little cousin or, like, the smallest person would be in the middle, okay. and then everybody else would be on the outside, so it's easier to move them, and then oh. it becomes, like, a whirlpool. Ooh that's what this reminded me of
1: oh okay all right who was in the middle of it sam and and naomi or Maya, or neither
0: well i'm picturing specifically the maya situation Mm -hmm. but i think it also could it could be for anyone yeah yeah like pete is in the middle when he's trying to fix colin's arm colin Mm -hmm. right not connor yes colin Colin's arm Naomi's in the middle of the whole time Maya is really in the middle of the whole mm. time doesn't know even how to get out right right I'm just really glad that Addison like that was the first thing we saw is that Addison was telling Naomi because the last thing that we needed is for another Addison Naomi fight oh my god the way that she yells at her Shut up, shut up for once. That is so rude. I know. That was really mean. I felt I felt for Addison
1: in that moment. I was like, You gotta be uh gotta have some thick skin to be uh Naomi's friend.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's my whirlpool. That's a good good one, Sam. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yours too. Who's your MVP? Have you decided or do you want me to go first?
1: You can go first. I don't know. What's taking me so long?
0: It's fine it's fine that was me last week I had like three yeah. paragraphs it could be this one but right. really it's this one I think they should share I had
1: a lot of options
0: too no you go my MVP is Addison okay yeah yeah for keeping her patient's best interests at heart unlike last week with Sloan yes. and for doing what she knows her best friend would want her to do for her daughter if mm-hmm. she were in her right mind yeah
1: that's good that's really good. Now, of course, I'm just like, yes, let's add some. Now I feel the need to pick a different one just to give some variety. Um, you can follow your heart. no, I think I think I can like justify this one. I think I'll give the MVP this week to Violet, which is a rarity. I feel I don't know when's the last time I've given it to Violet. She was off the clock, and you know, it was outside of her job description in that moment to um, be there for Nathan. And yeah, I think just to like sit with someone and hear their story and like, and kind of share in their grief, even though it was like, you know, she was lying a little bit, Um, but but just to, um, to take the time to like be there for someone and then to like go to their house and like, like be with them as they took the first step back into their home after just losing their wife. Like, I just think that that was very, it was very generous of her time and her energy um, to do that while she's going through herself. So I think I'll give the MVP to her.
0: Okay, yeah, the whole time she was with him, I was like, Why are you still there? Why are you still me
1: too? Which makes me think that there's something deeper going on, but um, okay, yeah,
0: we'll see, yeah, amazing, (laughs) we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. My book is still on sale, yeah, we had a really good, um, yeah, we had a really good first week of sales, which is great. Um, I'll put it in the show notes again. Do you have anything?
1: no i don't not for a while if we have any listeners out in san francisco the next show i'll be doing is going to be at berkeley rep out there um priority tickets have just gone on sale so i can send sam the the link to to put in our show notes if you're interested in coming out to see the show we we open in march and we'll run until mid-may so keep you posted
0: yeah (laughs) We are both vaccinated against COVID-19. I have my booster. Do you have your booster? I do have my
1: booster. Yep.
0: So we just want to encourage you, you know, get your vaccine, get your booster. We both have a number of friends right now who are sick with what we think is the Omicron variant. Mm -hmm. We both know people who have passed away from this. Yes. If you are hesitant about getting your vaccine or you have questions, I'm going to put a link in the show notes.
1: Wonderful.
0: We would both love to get back to as close of a pre-pandemic life as we can Mm -hmm. Um, obviously still being careful and things like that but um you know both of us would be working a lot more if we could be in entertainment spaces at you know
1: fully right Right.
0: yeah and so yes please get your vaccine yes we support you yes get boosted get vaccinated get it all wear your mask indoors
1: yes wear your mask please yes take care of yourselves be safe with family this holiday yeah
0: yes and happy happy everything I think this is our first episode of 2022 oh my gosh wow yes happy new year then (laughs) yeah happy new year what's it like on the other side oh yeah I know
1: I wonder I wonder what what, what, we'll see we'll see in the future all right
0: All these memes that are like, when you realize 2022 is just 2022.
1: I've been saying that (sighs) and I was just like, oh, brain explosion.
0: Nervous, nervous. My
1: show entitled that I was doing at City Theater here in Pittsburgh is now available to stream online for anyone who would like to check it out and watch. So it'll be available until December 26th online. So I will also send that link your way so it can be in the show notes for any of the listeners. It's a 90 minute show, very quick comedic
0: so hopefully you'll enjoy if you check it out we, we love a 90 minute yeah, yeah, in and out <laughs> yeah that's the best that's the best truly are you ready for credits i'm all set
1: thank you for joining us for this week's episode of beach houses and babies a private practice recap podcast please follow us on instagram at BHAB podcast and be sure to subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify or anchor to be the first to hear future episodes you can find me on Instagram at at Melissi Clark and on Twitter at at Melissi with three E's.
0: And you can follow me at Samantha G. Harris on all social media. If you'd like to support Beach Houses and Babies, please consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and sharing it with a friend. It really helps people learn about the show and we might read your review on the podcast.
1: You can also become a patron at patreon.com
0: slash podcast.
1: On our next episode, we'll be discussing Private Practice Season 3, Episode 13.
0: They are available to stream on Hulu and can be purchased on iTunes, Amazon, DVD, and more. If you have thoughts you'd like to share on these episodes, please DM us on Instagram at Podcast or email us at bhabpodcast at gmail.com to be featured on our Listener Mail segment.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: We'll be back in two weeks. TGIT!